Good evening. I'm Kate France. And I'm Tabby Tyler. And tonight we talk about why America can't be trusted with its own history. So grab a beverage. It's time for a night in. Hey, Tabby. What do two Confederate generals and a gun manufacturer have in common with Martin Luther King Jr.? Uh, what? Nothing. Literally nothing. Oh. Yeah. That wasn't actually a joke, but a segue to talk about how Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and John Browning have all been either successfully or nearly successfully roped into the official celebration of Martin Luther King's birthday. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's not okay. Mm. So I guess the actual punchline is, all of them make racist white people more comfortable. Which makes me really, really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and what amazes me is the number of people who are not uncomfortable. Yeah, because last week we celebrated the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. And tomorrow we begin the celebration of Black History Month, a month during which we celebrate the contributions that African Americans have made to American history in their struggles for freedom and equality. And though Black History Month is nationally recognized... What is not nationally acknowledged is the many different ways schools choose to teach their students about black history. And to bring us back to what you were saying before, many states cannot even figure out how to celebrate the life of one of the most influential and well-known civil rights leaders. We live in Florida, and it's observed pretty thoroughly here through parades and public events. So it shocked me that this is apparently just not the norm. No. Instead, in Alabama and Mississippi, they celebrate king lee day a day that pairs dr king rather incomprehensibly with general robert e lee i guess because their birthdays are one day apart they just figured uh yeah let's appease everyone yeah and and it wasn't until 2000 that virginia ceased celebrating lee jackson king day wherein one confederate general just wasn't enough obviously we need to squeeze in stonewall jackson It becomes clear when you look at a state's attempt to create these holidays that they are trying to appease two groups of people. For example, it took Idaho three years to successfully pass Martin Luther King Day as a holiday, but only because it also had to be referred to as Human Rights Day as well, for people who were uncomfortable with celebrating a day for Dr. King alone. Yet those same people probably don't bat an eye on Columbus Day. And this is just in regard to how states celebrate a day. Imagine trying to standardize the curriculum for an entire month. Yeah, a task that is nearly impossible, given the fact that a comparison of curriculum between states shows how vastly different educational material can be. In public school history guides for the state of Massachusetts, the word slavery is mentioned 104 times. But in Louisiana, only four. And in Idaho, only twice. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, students are required to take a year of African-American history in public school. So our education system is incredibly inconsistent. And this inconsistency showcases the importance of Black History Month, because some states might never acknowledge any story other than the white man's if they aren't told to. Before we celebrated Black History Month, we celebrated Negro History Week. This week was created by historian Dr. Carter G. Woodson in an effort to preserve the physical and intellectual presence of black culture within American society. He feared that if this was not done, black culture would be forgotten. He said, quote, If a race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition. It becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world, and it stands in danger of being exterminated. End quote. He chose the second week of February because it contained the birthdays of both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. 
It was initially met with lukewarm recognition, but by the late 1920s, multiple states observed the week. In 1970, black educators and students at Kent University expanded the event from one week to one month, choosing the month of February to honor Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, W.E.B. Dubois, and the ratification of the 15th Amendment, which gave black men the right to vote. The Association for the Study of African American Life and History, which was also founded by Dr. Woodson, embraced this change and officially expanded Black History Week into Black History Month. By 1975, President Ford encouraged Americans to, quote, seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history, end quote. And in 1986, Congress passed Public Law 99-244, which designated February 1986 as National Black History Month. But Black History Month is not without criticism. Some people argue that it fails to address black history and instead focuses on the successes of black individuals while oversimplifying them into archetypes rather than complex people. For example, Rosa Parks' position with the NAACP as a lead investigator and organizer against sexual assault is overlooked in favor of her refusal to give up her bus seat. This is because that action fits the streamlined and sanitized narrative about civil rights that many curriculums favor. Others argue that Black History Month fails to recognize the scope of African-American influence while shortening their achievements into notable moments in history void of any context. Raquel Willis, a writer and racial justice activist in Atlanta, commented on her experiences with Black History Month in her education. She said, quote, There was always a focus on the civil rights movement, and it was as if black history stopped once Dr. King died. We rarely learned about anyone new from year to year, and we also didn't get a context of different time periods. I would have loved to have delved into African history, the Harlem Renaissance, black life in the 1970s, and beyond, end quote. Morgan Freeman has famously also criticized Black History Month by saying, quote, I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history, end quote. But it's difficult to ensure that Black history is American history when America itself can't agree on what American history is. Like we said earlier, American history education is plagued with inconsistencies, and one of the difficulties hindering its standardization is the influence of political and social biases. A major pushback against an objective narrative about American history is the fact that it exists in contrast to the idea of American exceptionalism. American exceptionalism is a political belief based primarily in patriotism, and it enforces the idea that the U.S. has a unique or exceptional historical development compared to other major powers and is thus better than other countries. And though that definition is a lot to swallow, it contributes to the mindset that discourages critical thinking about our country's decision-making. People who adhere to this concept do not want to be challenged with the idea that the United States could be built on the oppression of others. This was demonstrated in 2015 when many states opposed the curriculum of the Advanced Placement History course provided by the College Board. They cited that the course had a, quote, pretty strong leaning towards everything wrong in America, end quote, according to Oklahoma lawmaker Dan Fisher. And what is, quote, wrong with America is that curriculum that is based in higher education tends to encourage critical thinking, an activity that often leads students to question authority. So many great, obedient minds have been lost to 
Higher education. Honestly. That's what the concern is, though. It's all about control. You know they don't want to talk about Dr. King's letter from a Birmingham jail. Yeah, because it could disturb the peace. Instead, let's go over the I have a dream speech for the billionth time. Fisher also complained that the AP curriculum didn't focus enough on American exceptionalism. Wait, he actually said that? Oh, yeah. The AP curriculum did not focus enough on American exceptionalism, while instead it addressed controversial topics such as the motives of the 17th to 19th century settlers and our role in World War II. A Colorado school board went so far as to assemble a committee whose goal was to ensure that the AP curriculum included the following... Material should promote citizenship, patriotism, essentials and benefits of the free enterprise system, respect for authority, and respect for individual rights. Material should not encourage or condone civil disorder, social strife, or disregard of the law. Instructional materials should present positive aspects of the United States and its heritage. <laughs> Imagine the educational whiplash you would get from studying that curriculum and then reading like 1984 in English next period. Four Denver area schools actually had to shut down temporarily after students walked out in protest to the committee. Good for them. Yeah. When people are so focused on teaching the virtues of a country, they neglect the history of those they oppressed. Black history should be American history, but America historically demonstrates that if a topic is controversial or uncomfortable, it'll be purposefully avoided. Black History Month ensures the opportunity to talk about how black people have shaped America. Students are not taught to scrutinize history until they are in college or taking college classes, and this creates an intrinsic bias between those who have a college education and those who don't. K-12 constantly teaches the concepts of American exceptionalism. And if you are never forced to recognize the nuance of history, you cannot accept that your country has done bad and continues to do bad to minority populations. American exceptionalism is a failed concept. People are human and humans error, but misconceptions about humanity wrongfully enforces the concept that a person cannot do a great thing and also be complicated. It is this line of thinking that leads to the South downplaying the atrocities of the age of slavery. And it's this thinking that allows northern states to grasp onto their anti-slavery virtues while ignoring their role in propagating Jim Crow-era segregation. The point is, history shows that you cannot trust a state or local legislation to accurately and effectively narrate the nuance of history nor incorporate without prodding the study of minority individuals consistently. Ultimately, Black History Month shouldn't be the month where you pull out your Black People of Note trading cards and re-memorize when George Washington Carver invented peanut butter. It should be a time when our nation pays special attention to its relationships with its Black population, acknowledges its failures to maintain their freedom and equality, and examines why tensions still remain in a nation that is supposed to be exceptional. <laughs>